What is up, people? My name is Milto ENT. This is my podcast. And today I'm going to talk about something that needs to happen in pro wrestling. And it's good booking. And it's called fantasy booking. And I think that my way of fantasy booking it will be the probably the best way of fantasy booking. I don't know. All right, so let me tell you this. I feel like Draymond Green would be a great match inside the WWE. And I say that simply because this dude, this guy, I'm sorry, I was reading a message. This guy has always been in trouble for like crazy stuff. I, I like if I see clips of him, it's always a clip of him just doing the most, attacking somebody, this, that, and the fourth. And one thing about the WWE, AEW, TNA, all points of pro wrestling, you have had people that crossed over from the NFL or the UFC and transitioned their way into the WWE. Or these days, we have people that's YouTubers like Logan Paul, who had a little boxing experience when he was um, YouTubing during the time of his little stage fights. He, too, transitioned. So I feel like somebody that could transition into the WWE I mean, to, to into the WWE will be Draymond Green. I feel like Draymond Green will be a great fit into the WWE because that boy is wild. And again, I don't watch basketball, but I always see clips of that. Speaking of WWE, I want the Alpha Academy to break up because they have a very comedy gimmick, and I don't like comedy gimmicks right now in wrestling. It's annoying and it's played out. They're like, to me, they're like jobbers. I remember a couple months ago, my boy Chad Gable was facing Gunther for the title and we were taking him serious. Now he's a joke. What I would do is have somebody come out and say, yo, you guys are a joke. And out of all you jokes, one of you guys is good. Then come to find out, it could be Kurt Angle or somebody. Or it could be Shelton Benjamin or Charlie Haas. And then it could progress to Kurt Angle. Hear me out. So Shelton and Charlie Haas can probably come to the WWE right quick, looking for recruits for NXT. They could be trainers, quote-unquote trainers, this, that, and forth. But deep down, they're scouting talent. So Shelton and Charlie will both probably work for NXT. So they're scouting talent for NXT. They're trying to build a faction. Somehow, they trash Chalk Alpha Academy and said, Chad, feel like you should reset yourself and restart your life and come to the, to the NXT. whoop de doo Chad Gable's in NXT, and with him being in NXT, he he can um form a faction with Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas. Shelton Benjamin come out, Jack could come back out, Jack. Charlie Haas could come back out, Jack. I don't know how Charlie Haas looks. And then Kurt Angle could be the higher power where he y'all could reform Alpha Academy and call it Angle Academy or the Academy of Pain or something. That would be awesome for the WWE. To me, that would be awesome for the WWE. For Kurt Angle to train Chad Gable. Or bring back Jason Jordan. He's been doing a backstage role. Although he is kind of somewhat injured, he could be the mouthpiece. Kurt Angle could be the manager. Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin can be the guys that can be not his bodyguards, but be his faction. Because having these five guys together would be pretty awesome. Having American Alpha and Team Angle together would be so awesome. And I think Team Angle was a very underrated talent people didn't look at. 
But during that time of SmackDown, we had Team Angle, we had JBL, we had Undertaker, we had Eddie Guerrero, we had the name we can't say. SmackDown was stacked with talent. But treat NXT like SmackDown. We could have Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams facing these guys off. We could have Baron Corbin coming off, where he talks so cra- so much crap about Kurt Angle and say he's retired Angle, and then Chad Gable steps up. Or Kurt Angle comes up, comes out with his music. You suck. Kurt Angle come out and say, you know what, man? I'm sick of you talking about that. That occurred like four or five years ago. But guess what? His faction comes out and attacks Baron Corbin. Then again, it's Chad Gable, Charlie Haas. Da, 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 da. That's just me. That's how I booked that talent. Also, if I booked the Creed Brothers, if I was the creative talent that I wanted to be, because I I did apply for WWE to be a creative writer. If God blessed me to be a creative writer for the Pro World Wrestling Entertainment or any company, this is how I write the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers, to me, they're pretty good, but I want them to be serious badasses. And a lot of times, badasses in WWE or monsters in WWE be good for a while, and then the momentum drops down to a drastic low. It happened with Braun Strowman. It happened with the great Kyle Lee. I don't see, I don't hear much from Vera Mahan. Big Show, it happened to. You name it. Every single monster that WWE has created, or every dominant tag team they created that was down earth, hardcore dudes, like purified men, literally was buried by. Vince McMahon and Triple H, the Vince McMahon and Triple H regime backstage. And it annoys me that monsters get buried. And once they get buried, they have a comedy gimmick. Brodus Clay had happened to. Brodus Clay was dominant. Lord Tensai was dominant. A lot of people didn't like Lord Tensai. I like Lord Tensai. But when he was Lord Tensai, he was actually Albert. Albert left the WWE. And when he left the WWE back then or the WWF during the time, whatever faction, whatever, he was killing it. In the Japan, um, Japanese market. And people kill it in different promotions. And when they kill it in different promotions, two things happen. Either WWE give them momentum and drop that momentum and bury them. Or either WWE sign them and don't utilize that talent. And I'm sick of it. But for the Creed Brothers, I will have Brock Lesnar show back up, train these guys. Or have Paul, he- Paul Heyman to be their mouthpiece. I would do a swerve where, and I can't say that. I was, I was going to say a swerve where Heyman betrayed the bloodline. But if the bloodline breaks up, which I hope they do, if the bloodline breaks up, what should essentially happen, it should be Paul Heyman going to Raw or SmackDown or NXT, whatever. Get the Creed Brothers. Get Brock Lesnar. All these guys hold a gold and they be a dominant faction more dominant than Evolution, the Bloodline, NWO, because they're a serious faction. They're not like these goth kids like Judgment Day or, or goth people like the Ministry of Darkness or Black Power, which, you know, I'm poor, like Nation of Domination. Pretty much every faction in the world has some strange or overpressed gimmick that people get tired of, like they sign really eyes. But a dominant gimmick and a dominant stable war where they are all badasses, I think that right there would knock the ball out the court. Speaking of Braun Strowman, this is what I would do for Braun. Braun is still contracted with the WWE. 
Uncle Howdy is still contracted with WWE. Alexa Bliss is still contracted with WWE. Randy Orton is contracted with WWE. And I hate to say it, but Karrion Cross is in a new faction. But what if? What if somehow that faction turned on him? What if Orton gets tired of losing? What if all the women has been beating the WWE and the current champion of both brands call out somebody badass? Or this person debuts at the Royal Rumble, which is Alexa Bliss. Or Uncle Howdy comes back. I will put Uncle Howdy, Braun Strowman, Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, Karrion Cross, or Joe Gacy into a Wyatt Six type faction, which is the faction that was recycled that didn't occur, or a similar faction led by Braun Strowman paying homage to Bray Wyatt. It could be like some Manson family type stuff where they are cult-like or worshiping a leader or there could be a flock or followers. I will book that gimmick for that. Also, not a CM Punk fan because I don't trust the guy. But if CM Punk came back, if CM Punk turned heel, this is what I'd do for him. I would have him reunite with Luke Gallows, reform a way more dominant version of the straight edge society where Luke Gallows is just utilized again. Punk say, man, once again, you're in the shadow of somebody and you, you're not the success that I want you to be. Then, you know, it could be a feud between AJ Styles and CM Punk. And then Luke Gallows is stuck between a rock and a hard place and he finally decides to just say, oh, screw it. I'm going to reunite with Punk. And then Serena Deeb can come back, but she's contracted with AEW. So, we can get somebody like, um, what's her name? Cora Jade. We could get Cora Jade into the WWE and have her um, face off against, um, hold on. Cora Jade can face off against, um, sorry, I'm getting a lot of messages today that's distracting me. But Cora Jade can return. And she could be with CM Punk. She could be straight edge because she's she likes CM Punk. Or you can get somebody like Lita, put her under the tutelage, and reform the straight edge society where CM Punk, Luke Gallows, and Cora Jade is killing it. Maybe Cora Jade and Chatsy can form a dominant tag team and win a women's tag team titles. Maybe Luke Gallows can come back with a different gimmick, more badass, being a monster, and killing it. Winning the Intercontinental or the United States champ, and Punk is the um, WWE champ, WWE Universe champion, or World Heavyweight champion. Another dominant faction that could be built. Or he could be his bodyguard. But at the end of the day, you're going to get AJ Styles solo and no more club. Unless AJ Styles Finn and Finn Balor form the Bullet Club and they recruiting people, and the recruiting process requires former champions or former Bullet Club members, and look at who you have. You're going to have AJ Styles. You're going to have Cody Rhodes. Come on, man. And Finn Balor. Because if Finn Balor leaves the Judgment Day, they betray each other. There you go. Then, speaking of the betrayal of the Judgment Day, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio can form the LWO once again and get all Hispanic factions. Like, they can bring back Andrade, if he returns, if Andrade returns, it could be Ray, Dominic, and Andrade. Like, 
it'll be a dominant faction. Have Chavo Guerrero be the manager of these guys. Have these guys be more dominant. Although Ray not, is not going to be here, have these guys to be dominant, paying homage to Eddie Guerrero. Have Dragon Lee into that faction. Whatever the case is, it could be a dominant LWO faction. And the faction can grow so big that A24 can just say, man, let's go. Let's make that, let's make that Eddie Guerrero movie. They can make this Eddie Guerrero movie and this LW, this new LWO can be really dominant. They could be really dominant. And if they do be so-called Hill, a Hill Ray Mysterio would be so good. A Hill Ray Mysterio would be so good. It's not, it's never gonna happen because he's gonna always be a baby face. Next on my notes. SmackDown and Raw Tag Team titles need to be split. Simple. Better yet, all the titles need to be split from the WWE. The reason why I say all the titles need to be split from the WWE is simple. We shouldn't have teams vying for the titles on both brands and then the SmackDown brand keeps getting buried. Or vice versa, the Raw brand keeps getting buried. What should happen is Raw and SmackDown should have their own strong tag teams. And when Survivor Series come, we're going to have a Raw and SmackDown match. And it's going to be a Raw titles versus SmackDown champions. No more unifying titles. Stop combining titles. They, like, that, that, that's something they need to stop doing. Also, NXT champions shouldn't be on Raw or SmackDown. Same thing for WWE. Any WWE champion shouldn't be on NXT. Wrestlers need to stay on their brand. If you're contractually obligated to be on SmackDown, Raw, NXT... NXT level up. Stay on your brand. Speaking of brand split, AEW needs a brand split. AEW needs a brand split, and they need to get rid of Rampage. Kill Rampage. Rampage sucks like dark. Get rid of AEW Rampage. Have Dynamite. Have Collision. Have separate champions. Have separate champions. Change the TNT title to the men's Dynamite TV title. Have AEW tag team titles and no trio titles. Have AEW tag team titles. Have AEW world tag team titles. Put either one of those teams on collision and put one team on dynamite. Have a different tag division. If we do keep the trio titles, do the Freebirds rule. Where, you know, the title, actually, no, screw that. The Freebirds rule was literally, you could be a tag team or a faction. Freebirds rule was anybody could be it. Y'all could swap up. If you, like, had a faction with, let's see, Moose, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, Solo Sequoia, whatever. At the end of the day, that faction literally are the tag team champions. And Roman Reigns and Solo can be fighting for the title and defending it. Or Moose and Bobby Lash, it could be vice versa. But the Freebirds rule literally lets you rotate which man is going to fight for the title. Meaning it could be like random. As long as they're in a faction. Because the whole faction wins. Maybe a bit, It may be a weird rule, but it, it's pretty dope. So instead of having a trios champion, just have a Freebirds rule when it's a faction or a trio. It'll make it simple. If one man get injured, hey, this guy could come and um, face the um, person for the title. And also, and I'm still stick to AEW. Well, screw it. I'm going to combine both brands. Both brands, mainly WWE, need to have a lower mid-card women's title. And that's it. Have a mid-card women's title. Get rid of the women's tag team titles. And have a mid-card women's title. Because WWE is forcing tag teams 
in a women's division amongst fans. And I feel like it's weird. I can't say weird, but it's annoying that they're forcing tag teams and throwing tag teams together. And most of the times when they win the title, they get injured. Those titles are cursed. So what I will do is I'll retire those titles and divide those titles and have a tournament for the WWE Women's United States title, WWE Intercontinental, or the WWE International Women's title have different titles. So all women can be used for that. If AEW can do that and have two different women's divisions where they fight for the TBS championship and the AEW World Champ- Women's Championship, do it. And speaking of the TBS title, I will rename that title the Women's World title or the Women's Collision title where that champion face the person on collision and the other champion face each other on dynamite. Separate titles, no TV title bullshit. Just have two separate women's divisions. And my last thing that I written in my notes that annoys me so much about pro wrestling. Part-timers or one-offers that don't give a shit about the company being in the WWE. They, if I had the ability to create a company, what I would do is like say, okay, okay, if this is a one-time person that may show up, I'm going to have this person be a special venue. Meaning, if Stone Cold want to face CM Punk for WrestleMania, I have it. Let that occur. Roman Reigns don't like to show up for work. I'm sick of his bullshit. I don't want Roman with the WWE. However, Roman versus The Rock would be a pretty good match. Let it build up. Let it build up to see who the most dominant in the Anna Wyatt family. That's how I would build that up. Because I'm sick of seeing people like John Cena and other part-timers come to the WWE, then leave it. John Cena said he wasn't going to lead the WWE. Soon as the screenwriters, screenwriters, girl, actor, strike, whatever the f- crap you call it, Cena Tucktail ran and even think about WWE. Didn't acknowledge WWE, and it annoys me. Then you got somebody like Brock that don't give a shit about the company, but he supposedly so-called want to return. Brock's primary goal in the WWE is to bury African American talent. When I heard that Brock was going to come back to the WWE, I said, that'd be insane if Brock came back to the WWE, went into NXT, somehow get win an NXT title, which ain't relevant to him, take it from Trick Williams, or take it from that new black guy that won the NXT North American champion. Some way, somehow or some way, I feel like Brock is going to do something insane when he returns because we don't need Brock Lesnar back. I don't want to see him back in the WWE. He's a part-timer. He doesn't give a shit about the company. Similar to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't care about the company. This man has been holding the championship going on three years. Going on four years. Three to four years. That's insane. And he barely defends the title. So what they should do, if I owned a company, although us fans bitch and complain about everything, what I would primarily do, what I, if I booked the WWE, Owned it. Whatever was a right, I say, look, fans don't like Roman. We're going to build a superstar. We're going to build somebody that's good. This guy can't be a part-timer. We don't want him to leave. Only people we got left is Seth, and we have Randy, and we have The Miz, and we have Ray. Pretty much everybody has left the WWE or have retired from the WWE or, God forbid, has passed away. And we got to stop pushing talent that... Don't give a shit about the company. 
So we're going to get MJF. We're going to give him the title and let him face the Miz. Or blah, 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 blah. Or we're going to build this guy into a superstar like Austin Theory, make him into a champion. But whoever this is, they have to defend the title and be a fighting champion. They can't be a coward. I would make that champion be like Gunther. Gunther is the only champion in the WWE currently that doesn't tuck tail and run and be a coward or need help from his faction. Rhea Ripley needs help from a faction. Seth Rollins is a good champion. I'm not going to lie, but he isn't the Seth Rollins that I grew up with. Um, Roman Reigns don't defend the title. The United States title is with Logan Paul. Logan Paul don't give a shit about WWE. He's an asshole. He's a racist. He's a sexist. So he don't give a shit about nothing but himself. So that title is going to be on Logan Paul for a minute. On the NXT route, Dragunov is pretty good. But if Trick Williams so-called win that title, he's probably going to somehow or some way get buried by Brock Lesnar. I don't know why. Or Carmelo Hayes may take the title. And whichever one of the men come into the main roster, they're going to get buried. So the more the story is, well, if they don't get buried, I will build Carmelo Hayes to be a champion. I will build somebody to be a champion. I will build this champion to be dominant. I wouldn't have no part-time champion. I have somebody like Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is hot right now. Cody Rhodes is in a level of Cena and Hogan and Orton and every wrestler of the era that was selling merchandise. Cody Rhodes is killing it. I've been a fan of Cody Rhodes for a long time. Similar to what I said on my YouTube channel, about Cat Williams. I fucked with Cat Williams for a long time and supported him. But Cody Rhodes, I have been supporting Cody Rhodes since he debuted in a tag team with Hardcore Holly. And then I remember one of the pay-per-views, he turned on Hardcore Holly and formed a team with Ted DiBiase. Then I remember when he was dashing Cody Rhodes. Then I remember when he was um, disfigured and, and, and took had the mask, this little... Then I remember when he had the mustache. It was Teens Road Scholars. Then I remember when he was in Ring of Honor. I remember when he was in TNA. I remember when that boy was in the Bullet Club. I have followed Cody Rhodes' trajectory for years. So for him to mold up and be just like that, I respect it. Because WWE shitted on him. Last time I saw Cody Rhodes in the WWE, he was Stardust. And then after that, he was I think he was Stardust and Stardust or not. He was getting treated like shit by the WWE. I remember when they won the tag team titles and I was excited to have Cody and Dustin win the tag team titles. And Dusty Rhodes is responsible for a lot of people's careers in NXT that's great stars right now. And his prodigy child, his favorite son, not his favorite son, but Cody would be good. Goldust killed it back in the day in the WWE. WWE, WWF days. He was, he was worldly dominant, but he was badass with Marlena. So it is time for Dusty Rose's youngest son to be great, be a fighting champion. And once MJF and The Miz stop their little feud, because I feel like that's what WWE is grooming for, then we're going to have MJF versus um, Cody Rhodes, MJF versus CM Punk in the WWE in a bigger stage. But again, I will book a champion that's not a part-timer. If you think about it, Sam Punk is going to become a part-timer based upon his schedule. 
CM Punk barely shows up. So CM Punk is the main attraction. So people are lobbying for CM Punk to win that title. But if CM Punk win that title, guess what's going to happen? CM Punk is rather going to show up. The dude is problematic backstage. And he's an asshole. You can watch clips with him cursing out men, women, and children. All because they have an opinion about him. So first off, he's an immature child, man, baby. And second of all, he doesn't give a shit about the company. He got fired from every company he worked for or quit every company he worked for. That's sad. Now you have, now y'all make him a part-timer? Y'all making this man a part-timer? So if he win the title against Seth, he's going to be a part-timer. And I hate that. And back to the part-timer thing, if Dwayne Johnson comes back to the WWE, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see The Rock versus Roman. That's too much. I don't want to see that just yet. That needs to be at another WrestleMania when Roman's not champ. Now, if Roman is not champion, I would rather see The Rock versus Roman when it's nothing on the line. Probably the leadership of the bloodline or the leadership of NRY family. And the Rock has just said, man, I'm sick of you disrespecting our family's name. We're not known for being cowards. You're the biggest coward in the world. So now we got another guy that's possibly going to be a part-time champion that we barely may see that may have a worse reign than Roman because Rock don't give a shit about the WWE. That's his home. but. It's like a person that gets all a person that was humble to their community or humble to their friends and family. And once they get some money and blow up, they don't give a shit about the company or give a shit about their family. And that's what I feel with The Rock. He don't care about WWE. He doesn't care about the fans. He may say it, but he doesn't care. Cena doesn't give a shit about us. So you think The Rock is going to care about us? You think Hulk Hogan is going to care about us? Once that Hollywood money hit and that check goes, then people may leave. But you got people like Randy Orton and Seth Rollins that's still in the WWE. And if CM Punk wins that title, I best better best believe he's not going to show up every Monday on Raw or every Friday on SmackDown. Simple. So don't book a champion that's not going to show up. Have a champion that's going to have an open challenge or be a defended champion that's not going to bitch and moan every time he loses. Have a good champion, man. Because on in, in a and the AEW side, I kind of like Christian Cage. Although he's a coward, I like him as a champion because he's a natural badass and he got his faction behind him. But again, I don't like that. But if Christian was booked as a good, not a good guy, but a champion that can back his words up, he'll be the most dominant champion in professional wrestling right now. But yeah, that's me.